every last one of them hate it. Come in the comment section and play yourself. Like you can talk about that shit today. Oh, they all hate it. Like, no, you should not have be, should not be having babies out of wedlock. Like, what the fuck? Like, we supposed to back we supposed to back off of that shit? <laughs> like, we supposed to be like, oh damn, y'all, y'all feelings hurt. Yeah, I mean I guess guess you can have some babies out of wedlock. Like, that's stupid, man. I fucking hate people, man. I fucking hate people, man. <laughs> Let the record show that that probably be cut out. But Mike <laughs> knew he saw all lines. He saw the light was red. He knew the podcast had started before he had his rant. Man. My bad. I didn't know. I do not know, man. Until you until you do the action thing. <laughs> yes. When the, when the thing when the shit claps, the podcast starts. Um. <laughs> Mike is upset uh, because we was talking about some shit off air. But for those who don't know, welcome to the Paid Exposure Podcast. Um, I have a great friend here today, um, a guy who I give y'all background because you. I think you came on my last podcast when it was like unscripted. Yeah, with, unscripted with Ed. So for those who do not know, <laughs> Mike is a guy who, when I was younger, we went to a club. <laughs> oh, we go God. to this club. I don't even know what this story about to be. Look, only thing I remember is I um, may deny. He might deny it. I told somebody that in a group chat. I'm in. I'm like, yo, if you ever leak this, I'm saying it was Photoshop. Fuck out of here. Um, but anyway, we go to this club and I'm meeting this guy. His name is Ez. Me, well, me and Ez are cool by now. And so we go to this club and Ez goes, my brother will be there. I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't know this guy. Whatever. We'll see what this hitting on. So we go to club. Shout out to Club Element in Charlotte. If you know, you know. Elements. And so we go there and. All right, I'm gonna skip that part. Cause somebody we was with fell, and she never mind. So who fell? Was that my homegirl? We ain't gotta say her name. Yeah, yeah, I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah, she fell, and you was like, "What the fuck, man?" Oh yeah, that she, was, I, yeah, I was way rude back then. But you know what though? Like, you're a nicer guy now. Yeah, for sure. much, much, much nicer Absolutely. guy. I, I mean, I was in like my twenties. Yeah, um, yeah, like she used to. It do, was bad. She, she used to do stuff for attention, man. So she bust her ass, and whatever Mike said, I just remember like, "Damn, all right." And so anyway, we go to this club. <laughs> we walking through. Only thing I remember was we skipped. Mike was ruthless as fuck. And I got a warning about you from your brother and other people's like, yo, just let you know he kind of rude. So be be chill. So I'm like, all right, whatever, man. And so we go in there and I remember this dude walked up. Delivered. Look, dude walks up to Ez and he goes, yo, you Mike's brother? You look just like him. And Ez was like, yeah. He was like, oh, just follow us. And so we go to the table. It was my first time at a table. I was a fucking bird. I'm going to let y'all know that now. That's where this shit started at. I'm at this table. We got red berry Ciroc. That was the first time I ever had that shit. And it was a Hawaiian girl who was our bottle server. And I fell in love with her. She was so damn pretty, man. And I just remember Ez was like, yo, yo, yo. Yo, they supposed to make you feel good, man. It's just like <laughs> yeah. bottle girls supposed to make you <laughs> they, feel special. They don't actually like you. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's I, not actually into you. Bro, I did not understand that. Shorty was way out of my league, but it was okay. Oh, man. And funny enough, that night, Miguel performed and Genuine performed. It was the most random shit ever. Yeah. And, and it was it was I, great. I don't remember none of that. Look, I know Mike don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, it was a great night. It was a great night, though. So for y'all who do not know. Oh man. That Mike, was Gavin's introduction to that me. Was, oh, I have greater stories than that. We're not going to tell them. We are not allowed to stay up, tell some of these stories. No, uh, we're, not. we're not. Mike is great. I like having a good time. Absolutely. 
So appreciate you bringing me on your pod. Oh, well, that's because a couple episodes ago when I got back, um, I carried over from our pod. Make sure you please go check out Stir Fry Podcast. A link is everywhere. And so Mike is the one on our podcast who had the idea of no kids out of wedlock. And that shit and cost me so much. (laughs) But if y'all ever have a problem, Mike is the leader of that logic. Hey. And I carried it over to this podcast, and I got people who be hold on. What a gunshot! At, hey, at Pastor Mike Will, if anybody wants to debate that, like I, <laughs> I always say, is you're not going to convince me that having kids out of wedlock is better than having kids in the two parent home. Okay, what about people that shack up? No, I mean, look, I don't, I don't care about who you stay with, who you sleep with, and all those things. Okay, but but I will say to women. You know, if, if you're with a man and this man is pro- professing his love for you, okay, why hasn't he taken you off the market and made mm. you his? Right now, there's two reasons for that. Okay, there's two reasons for that. And, and this for- is God, see, he bring me your podcast, <laughs> piss y'all off. Absolutely. All right, if a man is dating you and he has not asked to marry you, mm. all right, it's not that he doesn't love you. Most of the time, it's because there is something that you're doing as a woman or not doing mm. that is a it, it is. It costs him too much. He's not willing to move forward until you change. But you haven't created an environment safe enough to have this conversation, right? Okay. Like, you know, if if, if, if I say, hey, your parents are in our business too much, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I marry you, right? If, if your parents are, are, are 45, 50, they got another 30 years of being in our business. There's no man that's signing up for this every fucking day. He's not, he's not going to sign up. With this one stress that he can't stand every day, right? That's bad. Like, like it, when we was in school and there was a bully, like we we appreciated the summertime, the Christmas breaks. Oh, absolutely. when he was suspended. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was sick. When the bell rung. When he dropped out of school. Absolutely. Right, like we knew at some point they would be a reprieve. Absolutely. From this person that's fucking with me every day. But when you're talking about marriage, men don't think of marriage like I could jump in and jump out. Nah. Men think of marriage forever. So if a man isn't claiming you, mm. right, he's either a sorry man or there's something about you that you haven't even thought of changing. What about the chicks who say not all of us want to get married, but they still want kids? Then they're, they're dumbasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, and I'm not saying that to be mean, right? My like, podcast is officially over. <laughs> if, you ha- if you have all the evidence that children that are, are raised in well-balanced homes turn out better than kids that are raised in split homes. Okay. And your choice is still to be selfish and raise a kid mm. in a split home. Mm. Yo, you're a dumbass. Okay. You like, you really, you, you're selfish. You're inconsiderate. You have no consideration of this child's future. And, it, and, and you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> that is facts. Like, now, to be fair, I'm on everybody to listen to this. The people that, that love me and the people that, that really love me. Because a couple of y'all really, really love me. Shout out to the two guys. We're going to get to y'all asses in a little bit. Who's on my Instagram right now. Waking up. Don't follow the podcast, but they love complaining about Cal. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, For y'all who really love me, it's only been one person that has a kid that has wrote me and said, I do not agree with this. Everybody else that has a child has literally wrote me and said, yo, I love my child to death. But if I could have chose to do have my kid... And I was with somebody who I wanted to be with and we was married or living together, whatever case may be. All of them said I would do this. I've only had one person say, no, if I could do all this over, I would have my kid solo dolo. But whatever, man. Y'all, y'all can have it, man. Um, but Mike, look, 
Do not have kids out of wedlock, especially men, <laughs> especially men. Like, and that's who I was talking to. Like, especially men, because the financial, like the the, finan- the financial ramifications of having a child out of wedlock will prevent you from doing really anything that you want to do for the next 20, 25 years. Absolutely. It just, it will. Like, even, even if you think you're going to be a deadbeat, bro, shit, look, when you, when the state get on your ass and you got that back child support, Boom, taxes, can't do them. Some states can't have your driver's license. Some states you can't even go, you can't even go to school. Like you can't even go to community college in some states, right? Bruh. So even if you want to train, even if you want to train and have a skill set, right? Because it's two things that men need to be educated. Like you either need to be, you either need to be educated or you need to be skilled. Mm. So there's two things that men need. Mm. All right. If you, having a kid out of wedlock and then having a wrong baby mama that gets on your ass. You can't even do that. So what can you do? All you got is the streets at that point. And we know how the, stri- the streets treats us. Dead in jail. There you go. So either or. Um, Give but- me the benefit. Somebody post the benefit. What's the benefit of having a child out of wedlock? Go post it in the comments on Gavin's page. Tag me at, <laughs> oh. at, at Pastor Mike's will. <laughs> Just going to fuck up my page. We would definitely put that on my page yeah. and see what the fuck y'all got to say. Um, Before we move, um, before we move forward, I want to let y'all know that young lady is lying. Nobody sent her ass a drink while she was on a date with another man. And her man did not get up and leave her ass. She is a fucking lie. All right. For those who do not know, before we even get started, this is not a photography podcast today. If you're looking for photography, I promise you right after Thanksgiving, that'll be the first official photography podcast. And it's lit after that. But today I got to let y'all know this lady is lying. First of all, let me show you this. When has a man ever said, yo, I see she on a date with another dude and I want to send her a drink because she that bad. Never. Never. You don't, who wastes his money on a drink? Yo, I'd rather just get me another drink. No. And, mo- and most men, honestly, are going to approach you if you're by yourself. If another dude is in there, the, <laughs> the, men that, the men that would send a drink over are few <laughs> and far in between. And the women that would be that attractive to make men do that, they it happens to them so often that posting on Instagram or Twitter isn't the first thing that comes to their mind. Absolutely, it, it's an annoyance, right? Like, like if, you, if you've ever been with a, a tremendously beautiful woman, like I mean, I'm talking about like stunning, right? She's a sick team. of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she think it's corny. Yeah, she like yo, like like this is the, what she deal with every place she goes. So like she would have like she would have never even accepted the drink. Yeah. So the fact that this lady is saying that, I kind of agree. Is 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 cap. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things where it's like, yo, I want people to follow, retweet. Exactly. And then I love when people post shit on Facebook and then they put their mixtape in the link after they <laughs> got 10,000 shares because it's like, oh, shit. Like, that's what that was, man. Plus, from what I've heard, people went on that girl's profile. They said she's not even cute enough. So whatever, man, I'm going to let that rock. <laughs> that um, messed up. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Hold on, man. We're going to start with this. So y'all know if you follow me and... Um, Mike's pie. You know we don't play music on there, but if y'all know if you hear, we definitely playing music. So, um, y'all already know where we starting with this. Hold on, hold on. Come on, man. R.I.P. Young Dolph again. I felt like I didn't do justice last time because um, y'all so disrespectful, man. Y'all took this dude from us. He was a street dude giving back to his community. This is ridiculous. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's, it's sad. And, and as young black men, uh, I mean, we, we, we have to do better, man. Absolutely. This isn't our lane. Like This lane of, of killing one another, it's not really our lane because it will work if it, if we were actually still tribal mm. and if it was actually tribalism. Mm. And we are tribal people, but the fact that, you know, 
the fact that people can hurt people in the African American community that's not African American and they get to walk the earth. But, mm. you know, God forbid an African American man Absolutely. you know, says something disrespectful to your baby mama, you want to go blow his brains out. It's a symptom of the society that we in and that we are a sick people. Like, you know, there's nothing gangster about shooting somebody and running off. Absolutely not. Nothing, Stay there. Nothing gangster about it. Post it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't post it because that's dry snitching, but you know. they, they telling themselves anyway. Yeah, le- we talked le- about know, that with the LAPD creating exactly, profiles. Like, but this this just running up and drive bys and shit. Bruh. It's weak. They went up to this man at a store, man, and ran through, shot him up, and then dipped. And that was just so cowardly, man. And it's so sad, man. And they got um, caught, what, two days later? Yeah, I know they didn't found the car. It's like it's stupid, man. And it's sad, man. Um, I don't know none of these people, but prayers to Key Glock. If you uh, if you know you know he going through it and it sucks to see other people um, it sucks when you see people lose people and you you just hope that they get the help the mental help they need um, assistance that they need because it's going to be hard for him um, but super sad situation um, all right let me get some photography shit out the way before we just piss y'all off even more with Mike shout out to Mike <laughs> um, Starting in December, we will start back having guests on the podcast. Um, I have a great lineup of photographers, educators, um, people that's over galleries, people that's over educational programs. I'm glad to say I have a lot of people coming on. If you would love to be a guest, please contact me. Let me know. Um, There's options. Let's say that you just a homeboy with a camera. You want to come up here and hear your ass talk. Hit my line. You will be paying, but it's, it's a line up there. You know what I'm saying? But um, shout out. I plan on having a couple of therapists come on. I plan on having, like I said, a couple of educators come on because I really want to help you guys and give back. Also, if you have nothing to do with photography, but you just want to come out here and hang up, hang out, let me know. Like I said, there will be a donation link for your ass, but we're going to welcome you there. Um, also, the photographer of the year has been selected. It will be announced on what should we say? December 1st. December 1st. Yeah. Hand oh. claps to that person. That's, 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 that's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Just to give y'all a heads up. Um, there's going to be gift cards that's going to be going to this person. Some merch that's going to this person. A plaque, if I order it, um, will be given to this person. Studio time to this person and more. Um, this person's work was amazing. Uh, he knew what he was doing. Um, shout out to the Variety Um Shout out to the people that helped selected you as well. Like I said, I had nothing to do with the selection process. And I'm also watching other um, publications in Charlotte. I don't know why I'm not looking at the camera. I'm also looking at other publications in Charlotte to see who y'all have as y'all photographer of the year. And we putting ours up against that person Word. just to give y'all a heads up. And I know I ain't winning shit because I didn't talk shit about too many people. Also, we will. I'm putting Charlotte on notice. We will be winning Charlotte podcast of the year in 2022 just to give y'all a heads up i'm Word. calling it now and i will be posting this video when that time comes um where was i gonna start thanksgiving is coming up we 24 we're not even 24 hours uh, yeah. we seven hours from thanksgiving exactly. you ready i'm ready man I'm um ready. are you cooking are you allowed to cook on thanksgiving uh, you know what I, I have cooked some years this year i'm not cooking i'm going to a friend's house everybody's you know most of my aunts and uncles are up in age and mm. everybody's been taking it easy since the pandemic so. yeah and you know what that kind of sucks man because yeah. um like even still like even with vaccination and stuff it's tough with, with, with it going with it going back up like I, I don't know if you see like germany think about going back in lockdown so mm-hmm. i guess they had Oktoberfest. yeah in germany <laughs> you know of course that was smart and they just had um a, a stupid rise in covid cases so they're kind of expecting the same thing 
to happen here in America after you know the holidays, Black yep. Friday, these kids going into Christmas. So it's like, everybody, everybody be safe out there. Absolutely, wash man. your hands, please, y'all dirty motherfuckers. Yeah, wash um, your hands. I, I feel bad because I was talking to my wife yesterday, and I'm like, my son hasn't met so many of his aunts. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't met his grandparents in Florida, um, his cousins, his aunties and uncles in Florida. And it sucks because it's like it's one of those things where it's just like, yo, what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? His safety is the most important. Right. Yeah. So it's that situation. Um, But I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Let me give you photographers some heads up. Whoever you want to give a Christmas gift to, it'd be great to take a picture of them during Thanksgiving. Get that shit printed out and mount it. Um, That shit going to cost you, I don't know. $50. That's shit going to be a banging ass gift. And I keep telling photographers, I keep telling you guys, let's do this this year. I'm, I'm telling myself, I'm not really worried about y'all. I'm telling myself, um, people need art in their homes. We getting tired of printing out pictures from my cell phones, trying to take that shit to CVS, printing it out, finding a frame, whatever, you know, doing whatever it takes. Look, people need art in their homes. They need your art that you have taken pictures, pictures that you have taken of people. You should at least and I'm going to keep it a buck. And if you're a client right now, please turn it. Please skip 30 seconds. (laughs) Photographers, that shit costs us four dollars to fucking print. All right. It costs us four dollars. You can go get a frame for 20. You can sell that to your client for a hundred dollars, man. Stop fucking playing, yo. Yo, that's that's a nice come up for real. It is a nice come up. Now, clients, if you're back. You know, it's going to cost you $100. We're sorry. We want to thank you for uh, donating to our cause. But the reason why I'm trying to say that is it's one of those real things like get that stuff printed out, get it mounted, get it in a frame, give it to somebody for Christmas. Because what happens is if Mike has a picture of him and his, um, and his son in his home and I took it, somebody comes in there and see it, they're going to say, oh, shoot. Yeah. Who took this? And you know, I mean, to be honest, you're really not overcharging. You know, I'm all about capitalism. I mean, when you look at Absolutely. when you look at, you know, having to take the pictures on that day and mm-hmm. then, you know, having to take the time to frame it, to deliver it. Yeah. I mean, edit. At, yeah, at the end of, at, 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 I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, people don't work for free. So it's not, it's not really an overcharge at all. Nah, it's not an overcharge. Yeah. Pay that hundred dollars. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, actually a, a good deal. Yeah. So um, now I gave you all that advice. I'm not taking my camera nowhere tomorrow. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. <laughs> no, you shouldn't because that's what you do for a living. So like, yeah, that nah, shit tire. Nah. When um, I was thinking about today, like uh, I had a photographer who was talking to me. They was thinking about quitting a job to be a photographer full time, and I was like, man, that's what's up. And then deep down, I was like, keep your ass at work. <laughs> <laughs> Working for yourself is a lot. It's rewarding, but it it's is. a lot. It is. It's one of those things. Uh, I remember back in the day, you had your thing. You was like, yo, people got to quit their jobs. Yeah. And it's one of those things where quitting your job is so rewarding, but it's so um, it's stressful at the same time. It is, it, but it's a different stress, right? Like it's a stress regardless. I mean, if you got a boss, it's a stress. You know, if you don't have a boss, you know, it's, it's still a stress because it's life. But being able to being able to have your kids see you working for yourself is more impactful then even mm. if you made more money and they, you still was able to buy them everything, right? Because mm-hmm. now you're buying them things on the schedule. But when, when your, your kids or your nieces and nephews see you actually running your own business, it gives them the idea that they can do it, right? Like, it's the reason why we talked about this on our podcast, the reason why doctors, kids become doctors, right? Absolutely. They see it. You know, if, you, if you're a lawyer, chances are your, your children are going to be a lawyer. Absolutely. So if you're a business owner, chances are you're going to be a business owner as a child. So it's it's, it's a benefit. It's not just you doing it for yourself. My parents did have their own generation. business. Yeah. So that's that's super funny. Um, 
What you looking for for Thanksgiving? What you looking for to eat? Let's do that. Oh, man. Cornbread dressing, mac and cheese. What? Yeah. I don't eat cornbread and I don't eat dressing. You don't eat dressing. Nah, that shit nasty. Yeah, that's what happens when you unmelanate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate dressing and cornbread. I don't eat bread at Dude, all. Dude, you gotta eat corn. You don't eat bread at all. Nah, when the last time you seen me eat this bread? This is true. Damn. <laughs> Every time we go out to eat, you right. It be bread on the table. I don't touch that shit, and wow. I don't eat fried food. Well, I mean, the fried food is a good thing, but like, don't eat bread and cornbread. Nah, bro. Nah, like mac it. and cheese. That's like on the football player that was like, he don't eat mac and cheese, the Patriots football player. Hell yeah, And man. then, you know, you look at his wife, and you're like, yo, yeah, you no one eats Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I don't know who eats. I don't even know, like, who's like who buys that in the grocery store? Um, Well, my thing is this. What's Kids? getting on my nerves is, like, they doing, like, the Kraft mac and cheese or the mac and cheese commercials, and it'd be like the, sorry, well, we got white listeners, and y'all know how we give it up on here. Um. It'd be like the white mac and cheese. My son loves mac and cheese. Like, I actually make a pretty good mac and cheese. And my son loves it. So if, if I brought some craft mac and cheese in there, bruh, I'd probably have to fight my seven-year-old. Bruh, like, here's, <laughs> here's the problem. They put like they're now starting to put black kids and black parents with that shit. Man, they can't sell it. Look. And you can't done, sell that they shit. They done sold us on a lot of bullshit. You can't sell us on that. You're not gonna sell us on the craft mac and cheese. That we ain't doing. Bruh, it. come on, man. <laughs> we're like, not. That shit not ain't got a crust on it. If it ain't got no top on it, man. You see, you see, you see what the Chick-fil-A did, right? Bruh. <laughs> they tried, and then now they starting to make it look like it got a little cover on it man yeah it's whatever man um i'm looking for first of all i know i'm looking for the ham i know we ain't supposed to do don't eat bread bruh but he eats ham gotta eat bruh i love honey baked ham gotta love americans man bruh gotta love it and shout out to my mother-in-law who is uh y'all know my wife is puerto rican so they cook totally different shit and um she was like, I don't know how to make ham. I don't I don't have time to make the ham. I'm like, Mom, we just go to the store, we pick that <laughs> shit up, and we drop it off and take She was like, What? People do that? I'm like, hell yeah. This is true. Everybody eats honey baked ham. Yeah, nobody ain't got time to be making that shit, man. That shit would be legit. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving, man. I'm I'm glad to see my cousins coming up here to see my son. So that's gonna be dope. Um, I get to see my, you know, of course I see my mom and them. They always here, but then I get to see my in-laws, which is always fun. The in-law game is is hilarious. For those who know, you know. It's hilarious. You got to be there, and then you try your best not to be there, and then you're there. And then it's it's just the game that folks got to play. But shout out to everybody there. Um, I know I did not stress enough about the baby the last time. And me and Mike had that conversation on our pod last episode. Go back and check that out. The baby, do better, my man. I, got, I just wanted to get that out there. I just wanted to say that. You got to do better. And he got to do better. That's well, tune in, tune into the Stir Fry podcast because all we talk about is accountability when it comes to men folks. Um, uh, well, women too, but we definitely <laughs> focus on the men. So, I mean, yeah, just listen to the Stir Fry podcast. And why do we focus on the men? Here you go. I can't wait for this part. Well, I mean, because the, the men, the men are the deciders. The men are the leaders. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, like when you, at least when, that's when, what y'all want. Whenever you. I mean, it's the way it is. Like we always go to the the juvenile bull elephant story at, at the safari in in South Africa, mm. right? Like when they when they took they took all the female elephants, they took all the juvenile male elephants, and the reason why they didn't take the male bull elephants were because they were too big. They didn't have a harness big enough to actually take them to the new safari park, and then they kept finding rhinos dead, and they come to find out that the juvenile bulls was killing them, mm. right? and you know. Common sense kicked in, and they was just like, well, let's bring in the older male elephants. And when they brought the older male elephants, all the killing of the juvenile rhinos stopped. 
it's the same thing in the black community. Uh, we definitely want to talk about this more on, on, on our podcast. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say it twice, but, <laughs> but tune in. Yeah. But it, but it's the same thing. It's like, uh, as, as men, the guidance comes from men, right? But mm. we've been mistaught what it means to be a man, right? We, mm. We've been taught all the aggression is masculine and manly, right? Like the football players, you know, going out, knocking somebody, you know, over boxing, like all the physicalities is what it means to be a man. And men are meant to be thinkers. The game of chess, right? Mm-hmm. It's a thinking man's game. That's a, that's a game of royalty. It's not a game of power. You know what I'm saying? It's a game of, you know, finesse. Absolutely. So that's what it means to actually be a man is using your head. And then also what we always talk about in our podcast, being a man is is more about love, grace, and mercy than it is attacking, right? The discipline is to teach yourself how to be dangerous, but then it's take the discipline of being a man to teach yourself how to enjoy pacifism. Absolutely. And they're going to be like, where the hell is that? (laughs) All right, we got to address something right quick because last podcast, I told y'all to give it a week or two and y'all going to notice that a lot of um, a lot of photography leaders have this thing. And I, I explain it. I'm going to explain it straight out so Mike can understand it. Mike can understand where we're going with this. Um, in the photography community, it's cool to post um, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. It's cool to post, excuse me, LGBTQ plus um, friendly. Um, and a lot of these communities are led by white educators and mm-hmm. white brands. Um, there's a few shout out to the to the brands that is that are run by black and brown people. This being one of them. Please check out No More Pie by Gavin B on Facebook. <laughs> um, and it's understood in our in, in our communities. This is what we're about. Right. And so we don't have to post. Hey. We support Black Lives Matter. We support black women. We support the LGBTQ plus community. It's kind of just understood and you won't have to. But in these white communities, they love doing it. Um, I was trying to explain to everybody that, hey, after this trial with Kyle Rittenhouse, you're not going to see that at all. Um, Nobody's going to come out and speak out on this trial because it's not a trigger point to talk about it. Right. Mm -hmm. From all we know, nobody of the LGBTQ plus community was affected. Um, for all we know, well, we know none of the people that was killed was black um, or brown. So now we have a situation where what I called it, as I saw it, was white on white crime. And um, these white leaders, they took the week off. Let me just put it like, I'm going I'm to I'm say it like that. Y'all took the week off. And I was trying to explain to everybody, look, it's not going to happen. You're not going to see them talk about it because... It's not no trigger words for y'all to for us to be like, oh, my goodness. Now you support us. So let me play y'all what happened. And then we're going to go through on um, how everything got played out afterwards. All right, here we go. I am not shocked. I am not surprised. I expected this. Um, The reason why I'm here today, because I want everybody, especially if you're a part of photography communities, Let me be very clear, especially if you're part of these white photography communities. Mm. I want you to pay attention to what's about to happen. Um, When it's go time and when it's cool and when it's cute, everybody got their fist up in the air. It's Black Lives Matter this. It's Black Lives Matter that. Well, guess what just happened? White on white crime just happened. So when white supremacy, uh, which let's be honest. 
white supremacy affects white people the most, right? Black people are the victims of it, but who it really affects the most, good or bad, is white folks. So when we see a clear act of that in our government, and it's clear to everybody now, hey, it's two forms of government for two separate types of people. Um, we have this set of people, we have that set of people. The laws work differently. And when that is clear, you're going to see in your white groups right now, the leaders in those communities are going to be silent. Why? Because they feel like they they not they was never really down. Like I'm about to. Try. I right. am not shocked. I am. So now not we got surprised. that out of the way. Oh, I, shit. I'm I am not. Y'all out of here. Sorry. So all right, we got that out the way. What came after that is interesting. To I am me. not. Sorry, I am not. I am not. Yeah, on, on the DJ. <laughs> look, <laughs> look. Y'all know how I do. I'll be trying to DJ and it didn't work. So I got this comment. Shout out to. In McGee 42, bro, you owe me um donation for shouting you out. Um, he said, Yo, this is bullshit, dude. None of that has to do with white supremacists, my man. This has to do with self-defense. You know how I know? Look up Andrew Coffee for. He's a black man. He was on trial for defending himself as well. And guess what? Justice was served there too. He was found not guilty. But the crazy part is no one is talking about that story. Question mark. Um can we say something about Andrew Coffey real quick? Go ahead. <laughs> I am almost certain that um, he still is facing the gun charges. Mm. Right? Okay. <laughs> so I, I know they keep using him because I've seen that several times. And, I, and, and, I, and I, I briefly looked up the case. But I'm almost certain he still has other pending charges. But go ahead. Keep going. So my response to this guy, and I'm going to just proofread it. Uh, not proofread it. Just skim over it. Um, I pretty much asked this man, what was bullshit about what I said? Was it the fact that white leaders aren't going to speak about it was it this fact that there is two justice systems out there it seemingly seems like it's two justice systems out there um i asked him um that you know a lot of these people post you know black lives matter lgbtq plus and that this was white on white crime what was the bullshit he didn't answer just to let y'all know um i was like i just want to know because i and I, I let me tell you something i had to unfollow somebody on facebook it seems to me that white folks go limps to defend white supremacy when well, it yeah, makes yeah. No, I mean, they absolutely do. Yeah, I just looked it up. He's because he was he was a felon, he's still facing one count of possession with a firearm by a felon. Mm. Now, I also remember if we if we want to talk if we want to wrap Kyle Rittenhouse into this, Kyle Rittenhouse also had a pending gun charge of being a minor with a long rifle across mm. the state line. Um, the judge threw that threw that one out before they even Oh, nice. You know, before they even took him. Well, that's convenient. Um, back to deliberate so andrew coffee did not have that so to your point there's absolutely two justice systems absolutely you know, in this country and come come over to our podcast because we're actually going to talk about this absolutely uh, at, at a little you know with a little deal but are we here now oh we're here now oh yeah <laughs> all right welcome to 